You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 1085. I want to share that there is no excuse that you don't have anything to start with. I mean, if you work hard and find those things to sell, you, you uh, for sure get some initial money to, to invest in the postcard or even your program, right? This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Hello, Rhino Nation. It is me, Brent Bowers, your land man. I've got a really cool episode for you today. This guy's a good friend of mine. I've known him for a few years now. He came through the Land Sharks course not too long ago, and he was already actually doing land deals uh, when he came in. He was buying uh, from sellers to where he would only send a land offer letter if they owned five or more parcels, and then he would sell them in packages to guys like me that love to buy land for cheap and then sell it on seller financing to get monthly payments. Well, Ray has changed his strategy a little bit over the last year and a half, and he's got an incredible story. He's going to tell you how he's done a couple land deals, how he actually went from being homeless at one time, and how he made a profit by finding mattresses on the side of the road. Ray's also going to talk about how he made an $84,000 net profit this year on just one of his land deals. Let's go ahead and jump right into it. All right, Mr. Ray, how are you doing today? Good. How are you, Brent? I am so good, man. Thanks for reaching out. Uh, it's been a while. It's been yeah. about two years since I have interviewed you on the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. So, you know, my, my main questions are, you know, what have you been doing this last two years? You know, I moved from uh, Hawaii to Florida and uh, on the way to Florida, when I was in California, I started to think about how I can expand my land business. Because, uh, you know, Florida is a new area to me. You know, I was tired of Hawaii a bit. So, you know, I, I have to figure everything out for the land business. And thanks to you and, and uh, you know, who I had a, that theory in my mind last year. And uh, so I just uh, implemented uh, last year and I started to have uh, success this year. So, yeah, when we first met you, I remember you were buying land directly from well, you were in Hawaii, so you're basically buying it virtually in, in the state I was actually living in. And I think you reached out to people only if they own like 11 or 12 parcels of land. So you were doing, you know, on larger scales uh, in a very short amount of time. I think you did like 300 parcels in a year. It, correct me if I'm wrong on that. Yeah. So um, because um, I was uh, trying to do the term sell, uh, term deal at first. And, uh, you know, I was, I think I got into training and uh, it didn't really fit me because um you know they teach me about buy this land for like a thousand and sell it on terms for like six seven grand and every month uh, you can collect about 150 dollars i tried that uh it's just a lot of work i had to you know people ask you is this available on facebook and they never reply you back so i was like no this is not good for me so I was thinking how I can I can do this. So those people who do term sales, they have to have a land for to do term sales, right? So I was like, why don't I just try to find a lot of land and sell it to them at a wholesale price? 
So that's uh, exactly what I did. And uh, I mailed to own, uh, people only own more than five parcels. And uh, I hit this guy who own like more than 250 parcels. Uh, I bought uh, 150 parcels at 10 parcels per bundle or 20, 20 parcels per bundle. And uh, I bought everything he has. And in four months, I sold everything to those term sell guys. And when you say terms, you mean like like buying it for a thousand and selling it for six thousand and getting like a hundred dollars a month for sixty or eighty months, something like that. Right, right. For for the the people who are doing that, I sold it to them. I love it. I love buying for. I used to buy from a lot of guys like you that would sell me packages of like nineteen or twenty at one time. Yeah, and that would save me a lot of mail because I too love the terms. You know, I love the monthly payment, but I also love what you've been up to over the last year. And it sounds like you're absolutely crushing it. Let's talk a little bit about that, what you've kind of uh, evolved into. You went from, you know, selling to the terms guys, mm. me, <laughs> to uh, going out there and just taking over an entire state is what it sounds like to me. Yeah. A huge state, that is. Yeah. There got to be more than more to it. And uh, I didn't know anyone who do uh, like a land in a large scale. So I reached out to Tom Crow and uh, he told me to contact you. And uh, with your guys' help, I was able to uh, twist my method. And uh, I only had that theory that uh, if I mail to county or cities that are nearby the major cities, like about 30 minutes or an hour drive from major cities like, uh, you know, Colorado Springs or, or, or Dallas, you know. Then if I buy it on 40 cents on the dollar, I can sell it for 90 cents on the dollar and I can get huge uh, margins. That's what I thought. And uh, it really happened. And this year so far, our profit is about 800,000. That's not revenue. That's profit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So you just said that this year uh, for 2022, mm-hmm. your actual net profit is $800,000 and, and the year's not even over yet? Not yet. So before tax, yeah. Wow. That's quite the uh, the game change from, from where you were a couple of years ago. I mean, just a very short amount of time. You're picking land up at 40 cents on the dollar. Who would sell their land at 40 cents on the dollar? How in the heck would you find a piece of land for sale at 40 cents on the dollar? Yeah, there are a lot of people. And, uh, you know, if you're thinking, oh, who would uh, sell it that cheap? Uh, there are people who actually do that. The reasons are very different for everyone. But uh, I sum up with, uh, you know, sometimes people do need money. They need cash, especially if you think a recession is coming, they need cash, right? And also sometimes they're fed up with this uh, fees and uh, the taxes. So let's uh, imagine you have a land in Colorado and you live in New York. Or if you have a land in Florida, if you live uh, elsewhere, right? And uh, your land has grown weeds and trees and the city will find you because you never have, have a chance to cut it. And uh, the tax is your, your income. And um, so people just want to get rid of it. There are people who actually do. Man, I'd love to hear the process, you know, how you're picking this. So you're picking the areas by going to a major city and about an hour outside of that city. I love that because it sounds like there's some massive deals. I call it the teeter-totter method. They're just teeter-tottering on the path of growth, really. Mm. You know, the growth is in the city and eventually it will make it to that area one hour away. All right. But uh, what does that look like? Are you texting these guys? Are you cold calling them? Are you knocking on the doors? You know, 
how are you getting in touch with these landowners? I do strictly uh, direct mail right now, and uh, they will get a piece. Um, I have a friend that uh, do strictly text message, and he has a lot of success too. Maybe I should try that. But I try to minimize the work I do for for this uh, business. I told my students that uh, uh, direct mail is like your little armies, and they fight for you, right? And they fight. Oh, uh, we yeah. all need an army fighting for us. <laughs> I, I love it. Direct mail is my absolute best way to find land deals. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. How does this direct mail piece look? Are you sending postcards? Are you sending them an actual like land offer letter where they're getting a specific offer price? Yeah. So uh, it's a two pages. The first the page talk about my company, and the second page is uh, actual offer and uh, with an uh, offer price on it. And uh, so you're giving them the direct offer price. Are they signing these and sending them back, or are you having to negotiate? You know, how does that look? So I do negotiate. So you know, even after forty percent, uh, I still is not. I, I still am not. You know, a hundred percent satisfied. So when they call me back, I have to you know tell them there is something. I would say something with the with the land because land uh, in nature have this disadvantage. You know, sometimes it has uh, weeds we have to cut, and sometimes they don't have power to the lot, and they don't have uh, water or septic. I just tell the owners what I find out, and uh, I will I will ask them, what's the best you can do? You already have someone calling you at 40 cents on the dollar, and you negotiate even more? Yeah. So just uh, to give you an uh, example, um, I had a, a very small deal in Arizona recently. I signed an offer for about 12,000 and um, the average sold price nearby is about 20, 25 ish. And I sent an offer for 12,000. And uh, after he calls me back, I find out he's very motivated. And um, I tell him what is, uh, what's wrong with the land. I tell him, well, you know, ask him what's the best you can do. And we end up had the deal for two grand. Oh, whoa, whoa. He called on twelve thousand. The average land was selling for twenty five thousand, and you ended up getting it under contract for. You ended up buying it for two thousand dollars. Yeah, about uh, no, about twenty five hundred. Sorry. So. Okay. Well, yeah. Let's let's get the facts correct. Two thousand five hundred dollars for a twenty five thousand dollar piece of land. You literally bought it at ten cents on the dollar. Yeah. So you you never know. I mean. It's not that uh, I take advantage of the seller. It's, uh, you know, I provide a solution. I give them cash, right? And uh, At the end of the day, that's exactly right. You are never going to convince someone to, to give their land away at such a massive discount. You are going to serve them with either speed or convenience or some other way. At the end of the day, you are a solution provider and you found them at the right time. And there's a psychology behind still negotiating. Because I'll tell you, I'm guilty of this. Anytime we've gotten a piece of land under contract at 50 cents on the dollar, I send the exact, mine's a two-page offer. Sometimes we'll send only a one-page purchase agreement. And sometimes we'll just accept it. Mm. And we won't call that seller and say, hey, you know, what's the best you can do? Is that the best you can do? If we just take it for what it is, sometimes we will have these sellers get what's called seller's remorse. And they feel like there's money left on the table. And they'll start shopping us around. But anytime we negotiate with them, like you just ex- used an example, we continue, we further negotiate. And a lot of people kick back at me on this. Like, no, you already got it under contract for a discount. Why would you negotiate more? It's because there's a psychology behind it because we don't want them to have seller's remorse. Yeah. 
And usually when we negotiate even further, like you just did, we generally have less people that will cancel the contract. And we don't have a lot of cancellations of the contract on land, but uh, it just furthers our, our success to close that piece of land. So that is phenomenal. Now, I want to know, how much did you sell this piece of land for that you bought for $2,500? Uh, I just bought it. So I haven't um, put it on the market yet. So I just recorded this morning. So let's see. Let's see how long it takes to, to sell it. I mean, if I sell it for, for ten grand, I, I, it's a win, right? I mean, that is phenomenal. Yeah. How are you selling most of your stuff? Are you putting it on the MLS with a with a land specialist realtor? Yeah, mostly with a realtor right now because uh, you know you can get a a very good market price for for those land. That's beautiful. I love it. I love it. Well, let me know when you sell that thing because sure. that's a total celebration. I'm just going to go ahead and give you a light tap of the victory bell just <laughs> for that one right now. That's not the main victory bell event for. So anybody's got headphones in, go ahead and get ready for this victory. <laughs> Okay. Thank you, Brent. All right. All right. Let's let's I want to know what is your favorite land deal that you have ever done? Uh we just closed a deal uh last was that last Friday or two weeks ago. I bought that land for uh I sent an offer to an area in Texas. I sent her the offer for ninety five thousand. And uh I was very nervous, you know, and uh she called back and she said I want to sell. And uh, I confirmed with a couple of realtors before I bought it. They all say you can sell it for a hundred something, but uh, that's a very big amount. And then I I call her back. I negotiate down from ninety five to seventy thousand or seventy one thousand. And then uh, we we bought it. And uh, I nervously, you know, shaking hand, send her the the wire sent to the wire to the title company after that we listed for sale about three weeks later we got an offer uh we sold it for one hundred fifty-five thousand. that's uh, the biggest deal so far this year so what is your net profit you bought it for for right. seventy-one thousand because you were nervous and you had every right to be anytime i'm nervous i go for even a bigger discount because i want to build in such a protection or a hedge for you know protection and isolate basically insulate my uh my investment i want to do everything i can to protect it so i, I like that you right. I, we're kind of on the same thing <laughs> there i anytime i get nervous i go for a bigger discount bought it for 71 you sold it for 155 yeah. 155 000. you know before tax is about, about 80 85 right 84 000. 80, 84 000. <laughs> $84, 000. net profit on one land deal <laughs> ladies and gentlemen here we go yeah, I just blew an eardrum for someone because I didn't warn them. I usually blow my <laughs> eardrum every time I ring that big yeah. bell. It's so loud. $84,000 net profit, Ray. That is incredible. Let me ask you this. Like, you know, a lot of people, I'm thinking, I'm getting into the listener's mind right now, the rhinos, the rhino nation listening to this. How the heck did Ray come up with $71,000 to buy that land in the first place? Like, are you getting funding? I mean, how did you? Because in the beginning, there's no way that you you, you were able to just yeah. walk out and just fund all these land yeah. deals. Uh, I don't know. So um, I started the whole thing with ten thousand because I want to try it out, right? And uh, if you don't even have ten thousand, that's totally fine. I told uh, I had another uh, interview with Joe McCall. Yeah, I told him, you know, Joe, um, I was uh, one time a homeless because of uh, you guys. I was able to do what I do now. You know, when I was homeless, I was uh, picking up a mattress, you know, put it in my beat up van 
I sold those mattresses for like 50 bucks. And uh, I used to pick up, just go to Craigslist and f- find the, the free things and uh, bring it back to the market and have, have them sold. I sold a uh, you know, microwave table, chair, whatever you can think of. So, you know, it's just a process. Uh, you got to spend less than what you earn and use that as a marketing money for your land business. So you started, you built that, if I understood you correctly, while you were homeless, you built a nest egg of $10,000, or you started by getting things for free on Craigslist and then turning around and listing them on, I assume, Craigslist to sell them for a profit. Yeah, that was a long time ago, though. But, uh, you know, I just uh, want to share that there is no excuse that you don't have anything to start with. I mean, if you work hard and find those things to sell, you, you uh, for sure get some initial money to to invest in the postcard or even your program, right? I love that. Yeah. I mean, I, I hear this common misconception all the time. It takes money to make money. No, it doesn't. Yeah. You just proved it just right there, Ray. Like getting mattresses on the side of the road and turning around. So I use this example a lot on when I'm on podcasts is the only thing we're doing with land is we are a pawn shop. You know, you bought the thing for 2500 You can sell it for 25000 Same thing, you could find junk bicycles on the side of the road. All you got to do is pick the bicycle up out of the ditch, clean it, put some air in the tires, mm. and put it on Craigslist for $25. And you made a profit. And then you, you hit another point there, another gold nugget is, which a lot of people forget this, when they start making money, they start buying the nice cars and the boats and the motorcycles. Yeah. You got to spend less than you make. And let that money accumulate and pile up to where you can write a check for $71,000 and buy that land. Because so I, I get the question all the time is, you know, where do I find the lender that will lend me the money? Well, you can start out with the, you know, the, the $100 yeah. piece of land and sell it for $300. And then buy the yeah. $300 piece of land and sell it for $6,000. Then buy the $6,000 piece yeah. of land and sell it for $100. And plus, uh, you know, if you, if you really have a, a, like a, a good deal, of course, you'll find some people to, to, to fund you. I mean, if I if I find another deal for seventy thousand, you can sell for one hundred fifty five. If I reach out to Brent, I'm I'm sure you don't have problem. Just uh, you know, lend me some money. We can do a, a profit s- split, right? So yeah. And we were just talking about before we hit the record button, Platinum Partnership, Tony Robbins Platinum Partnership. We're both in the Platinum Partnership <laughs> Club. <laughs> right. I forgot about those guys. They have so much money, like. I went to one of those events and I'm like sitting next to a surgeon asking me what he should do with his money. <laughs> and this is before I had any money at all. I was like, what are you at? Like, this is like 2016. And I'm thinking to myself, the surgeon's right. asking me what to do with his money. And I, I yeah, got nervous. Yeah. I didn't know what to tell him. <laughs> I could have told him I was buying land for 5000 yeah. and selling it for yeah. 20000 That's what I, I love uh, about land business. Uh, you know, you think, of, uh, think about any other business. That uh, don't requires um, like uh, you know office or don't requires a lot of stuff. You know a lot of uh, people they have to work for you, and uh, you know I think another side is uh, how many percentage or how many ROI you can get from a land. You know there's very few investment method that you can make a like a hundred percent or two hundred percent or even a thousand percent. You know maybe Bitcoin. But you have missed it, right? So besides that, 
you know, try to do other business and uh, you take a thousand, $5,000 and you can turn that to 20 grand in a couple of weeks. No way. So I heard a funny story about you, Ray, the other day <laughs> from a guy named Phil Marsh, another land investing friend of ours that we have. Phil's making, I think, fourteen or $15,000 a month. He's one yeah. of those terms investors, just like me. But he's got that, that money coming in every month from land. And he's only been doing this since 2020. But he told me a funny story about you, uh, <laughs> about how you're so thrifty and you're economical and how you have the return mailers going to your house. <laughs> I tell everybody, don't do that. Right. You know, have a P.O. box. You, know, you don't want people showing up at your door. But I heard a funny story of what you told a, told a landowner. And I'd like to get it directly right. from your mouth. Because it was funny as heck. Yeah. What, what, did, what did I say? What did the owner say? I forgot. All right. So what Phil told me was, yeah, Ray, man, he really watches the dollars. Like he is very economical. I think, I think Phil said we were cheap, actually. Or maybe I did. But Ray puts his home address. And then he had a, he had a, a landowner yeah. call him the other day and threaten yeah. him. Said he was going to come to his house. Yeah, and I you said, know what Ray uh, told him, Mr. Landowner? <laughs> Go ahead. You say. I said, you, say. Uh, you know, uh, I, I said it in a nice way. I said, uh, sir, if you really want to come to my house, you better say goodbye to your wife and kiss because they may not see you again. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's so funny because Phil, the way Phil told me, he says, Ray told that guy, you better tell your <laughs> wife goodbye because you won't be coming home tonight. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good time. Ray, what would you say to the person just getting started or maybe they're like, they have excuses like, I'm too embarrassed because my I don't even have an old junkie van. I don't even have a car. The person listening to this, trying to get started, searching for answers. Uh, they're thinking about this every day while they're at their nine to five job or they want to quit that terrible job. What would you say to that person? I think uh, the biggest uh, obstacle people run into is they have this uh, issue with, um, um, I, I would say, self-esteem. They think they have to know everything about a business before they can do something. And uh, they want to take all the program in the whole world to know everything before they ever do anything or take actions. That's not the case. So for, for people, for any people achieve any success, they have no idea what's going on in the ahead of them. So what they do is they just barely knows what the next step is, and they take that. Sometimes that next step can take you some very big, huge success, and some sometimes it's completely a, a disaster, right? And and I would say you know don't try to be perfect before you you do anything. Just uh, start you know if you take brands program and uh, he has the steps and step right you just take the first step and uh, you know don't even watch the whole program first you know watch one video and do everything just take massive imperfect action you don't have to know all the answers is what yeah. i just heard from that you don't have to know what's around exactly. the corner you know i i think we talked about this a couple of years ago it's like our headlights on our vehicle are only they only go out a couple hundred feet like we can only see so far. We can't see around corners. We got to walk around the corner to see what the next step is. You know, we only have to worry about what's today, not tomorrow. You know, it's uh, Thomas Edison. His mother received a note uh, from his school. Uh, and his mother said the note said, hey, Thomas Edison, you're a genius. We can't teach him at this school. Our teachers aren't equipped 
we need you to teach him. And years later, after his mom had passed away because she got sick, and she did teach him, she homeschooled her son, Thomas Edison. He was going through his mom's things, and he found that note. And the note actually said, your son is, uh, is basically a degenerate. We can't teach him at the school. He's dumb, <laughs> and he's expelled. And his mom told him he was a genius. So it's all about she painted that self-confidence that right. you just talked about, Ray. So we got to be careful yeah. what we tell ourselves. As well, yeah, definitely. What we see in ourselves. So thank you so much for being such a go-giver. Ray, I'm sure everyone's going to want to reach out to you. How can people get in touch with you? If you have any questions about land, uh, I'm very happy to share whatever question you have. You can uh, search me in Instagram. My name there is Virtual Flip Land. So V-I-R-T-U-A-L Flip, F-L-I-P Land. I'm going to go ahead and give you a follow right now on IG. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it. Ray was homeless at one time, and he didn't let that stop him. He went around in his van and picked up mattresses on the side of the road and, and, and sold them for a profit. We all have to start somewhere, start taking action today. I mean, the guy's buying land deals for $71,000 and selling for $155,000 and making $84,000 net profit. That's more than most Americans make an entire year. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. If you want to join the community of rhinos, head on over to thelandsharks.com or wholesalinginc.com forward slash land. Have a great day. God bless. Thank you so much, Ray. Thank you, Brent. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.